0: Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Real Estate Show. It's episode 140. Folks, we've got a new co host who's going to be trying out to be my co host for a few weeks. And then, if I don't put him completely off, hopefully he will decide to become a semi permanent feature of our show. I've got the great pleasure of introducing. Robert Newman of Inbound REM. Like to introduce yourself to the audience. I'd love to.
1: I'd love to. So, thanks, John. Uh, I'm thrilled to be a part of the podcast, and uh, I'm I'm certain that uh, you will probably fire me. So, uh, <laughs> we'll make it about 190 and times I've been fired in my in my career. But I'm thrilled to be uh, to be joining you for a few weeks at, at a minimum, and I'm looking forward to uh, meeting some interesting people and talking about online marketing and what they're doing with it and how it affects real estate. And uh, I am the founder of my own real estate marketing company called Inbound Real Estate Marketing, as you mentioned. But my experience for the last 10 years has been managing and running um, sales teams for very well-established real estate technology companies that that a lot of our listeners or your listeners uh, will have known, like Agent Image or Forza. So uh, and I'm really, really looking forward to hearing how the audience or the people out there in the world... Um, kind of perceive real estate technology and um, what they're interested in asking in terms of questions, because I've never quite done this format before. So I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be fun.
0: Oh, that's great. As, um, as we said in last week's episode, um, Thomas has decided to go off and do his own thing. Um, like I said in last week's show, um, with Robert's help, I want to focus the show a lot more on real estate technology um, still have guests, but if we don't have a guest, um I want to have a technology feast with robert <laughs> uh, um, so um i don't think that would have been thomas's cup of tea so um but we parted the company um quite friendly and um so let's get started on our feast Robert um sure, so basically how do you see the landscape? landscape of real estate um, online marketing at the present moment Um, you know there's a few players that we've all heard of you know you've blogged extensively at extensively I can't talk this morning god knows um extensively about and that's
1: different from every other morning out? no I'm just kidding all right <laughs> uh, Yes. Depends, depends how much
0: coffee I've had <laughs> tea,
1: tea, tea in the morning
0: coffee in the afternoon um I'm not on my third cup actually because we're, we're doing this a little bit earlier um so basically how do you see landscape at the present moment in 2018
1: uh well I think that I see it differently than the way everybody else sees it. So I see two big topics that that almost everybody brings up, which is uh, video, YouTube's place inside real estate marketing, because um, I get that question literally almost every day. Because I, I still take calls from my business, and then I also see um, a lot of people talking about, it, and I'm also researching deeply the concept of how voice uh, voice searches are going to impact search in general. And because real estate is such a mobile business, it actually impacts this particular vertical a lot more than other verticals. Though the interesting thing is is that since voice searches are very much a product of SEO, search engine optimization, like the same things that you'd have to do to optimize your site are the same things that would make you place well inside of voice search, I discover that it's really a topic that very few real estate professionals are prepared to talk about. So it's not that they don't understand it's important, they're bringing it up to me. But when I explain to them what, what is required to per- perhaps rank in voice search, they seem to be thrown back a bit. And I'm really looking forward to this show and in any other avenue that I can because voice search is so bleeding edge, I probably am not going to blog about it. So I'm looking forward to this medium mm. to talk about it and other things that are just a little more bleeding edge that I can't really justify spending the time on in terms of writing an article about it. Yeah,
0: so, I, I totally agree with you there. Voice search um, increasingly is becoming important. Um, the three areas which um I think there's some real interest for um for real estate professionals trying to look to get more quality leads there's three areas online voice that you've just mentioned video but uh, more around live video on face you know facebook youtube, and then um messenger on facebook um and what some people are doing on messenger and also text messaging. But I've personally got a little bit of, I personally don't like companies texting me uh, on my phone really. So I've got a little bit of oblivious to that. So um, those three areas I've just mentioned, do you think I'm correct that they might be three areas that might be the most interesting in 2018?
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think they're, I think they're all worth talking about most interesting uh, as a marketer. When somebody starts throwing around, like what is most interesting? I'm always like, I, like I just did right now, like I'm always inclined to look up the actual statistics and see where for, for me, it's all about search and how and driving traffic from one place to the other. So I'm always like looking at my numbers, looking at my statistics 20% of, so you're seeing text messaging. I think that text messaging is is an important part of a response-driven marketing campaign. Uh, But I think it's being automated a lot. I think a lot of, there's a lot of good AI programs out there, bots, things like that. So I think it is, which means that I agree with what you said. I do think we should be discussing it on both the show and in life. But I think it's one of those things that is less and less impactful as it becomes yeah. saturated marketing technique. You, you called it out yourself. You said, hey, I'm getting a lot of texts. I ignore texts on my phone, and you're saying you don't like them. So we're two people who are business owners who, who, who are, 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 are clients are the same way. They're real mm. estate agents. Their numbers are published. So, well, of course, they're getting overwhelmed with texts. Text well,
0: myself. I don't actually get a lot. Um, I get about two or three companies that I've got subscriptions with that consistently send them to me. And I wish they wouldn't. I wish I could find some way to communicate. I just think, I think for initial touch, it's fine. You know, maybe one, you know, somebody signed up something and you send them one. And if they don't respond to it, your automation system should have the intelligence not to keep bombarding them. I think it's when they when you've got a system that doesn't have that intelligence and they keep keep sending you ones and it's obvious you're not interested i don't um that's when it becomes painful
1: right right well i i would think that it would be interesting to see somebody weigh in on um give me a second i'm posting our facebook live link on my my facebook uh page here see here publish all right, yep. there we go um, I, I would think that um, I would be interested to hear what our like what real estate people say like like about their own like receiving text messages, but I, I have to think I have to believe that text messaging in terms of of a real estate agent is very important. I certainly coach my clients as part of their response method to text. And all the big CRMs, like Realist, Real Geeks and things like that, they include an automated text system within their product. So it's definitely a part of, of – yes, yeah, so yes, I guess it's going to be a part of our dialogue for the for year. I wish, it, I wish it, it didn't have to be, though. I just – I guess if I had to say something, like, I would say I wish that it wasn't necessarily, necessarily. –
0: uh, In what way do you think there's more fundamental things that are real estate um, – who's looking to build up leads from their online activity can be doing that they should be focusing more on?
1: Is that- oh God, that's the easiest thing in the world. And I'm going to get up on every platform that I've got and keep saying the same thing, which is, 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 is hyper local video that is uploaded to YouTube. That, that's what I'm going to keep saying. And honestly, what we're doing right now like like a great way to do to like sourcing video like how you utilize video is going to be amazing, unbelievably important. Um I had a conversation with Christoph Chu who's one of the nation's most influential real estate agents that's on social media and he does a lot of one minute vignettes that he uploads to 16 different platforms one of them being YouTube. But I think that that idea taking a phone camera for a real estate agent and then recording something, something brief, and then uploading it to their Facebook, to their Instagram, to their YouTube. I think it's insanely powerful and I think everybody should be doing it.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree with you there at 100%. You know, hyper-local, not, you know, your video, your blog posts. um, It's something that the real big players cannot compete with you because, you know, they just they just cannot for technical reasons it just wouldn't be um, profitable to do it um, the other the other area quickly I want to go through before we go for our break, and just want to see if you agree that um, i've been surprised um, with my journey with Mail Riot and with the real estate um, agents that have been my clients is the amount of agents in They've survived the first year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're into their second year of their career as a real estate professional. You know, they've managed to survive that first terrible year in you know, a in a way. Um but they're still not building their database. They still have no mythology to build up their database. And we've had to help them um with the Mel Riot you know coaching and you know just supporting them in you know your number one thing is to get leads to get commission checks but secondly is to build your database and I've just been amazed at the amount of agents that don't really focus on that Mm -hmm. is that something that I should be surprised or you know is it just the people I've been talking to or is that just a general thing
1: um I think that I think that real estate agents and brokers, they have a very hard time focusing on anything that isn't gonna result in revenue today. And you're talking about a long term investment. Many, many, many real estate agents and brokers actually have the ability to build up a database, but they essentially don't even track the information that they're paying for, that they're collecting through, let's call it Zillow. So they, they get something sent to them. They go, oh, this is junk because they can't get a hold of it. And then they throw it away. Whereas that could be a valuable lead. It could be you or me and we just don't want to talk to them. Like we know exactly what they're doing. Like we don't want to necessarily for speak you. to them, but I have, I'm qualified. I can buy a house. So why would you throw my name away if you maybe start sending me some kind of information that might interest me I, I am still a viable prospect because at some point i registered with some form of marketing that's connected to you but they don't they don't nurture it or they look they think that get the fact that their customer gets property updates is quote unquote nurturing it's really not so database marketing is something that yeah the, i yes i encounter it all the time where people aren't doing it yes they should be and it is always surprising to me that uh that there isn't more of it
0: yeah i have that's the one thing uh, i've been looking back on my two year two and a half years is that's been the biggest surprise to me is the total lack of, you know and it's i see it's kind of 101 of real estate marketing in 2018 is um getting yourself out there and building up your database they're they're the two major things if you're in that after that first year um, you're still in the hustle where well, the hustle will always be there but you, you know you've really got to be moving haven't you
1: yeah no no doubt about it and 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 I think it's it goes into the next number of years I'm getting agents calling me that are in the business two or three years and they don't even have a single consistent lead generation funnel set up. And that's the first step before you start worrying about what you do with your list. It's how do I generate names for my list? And, and, and a lot of real estate agents and brokers, I would say upwards of 50% in my, if I had to guess, don't even have a strategy to do that. So they're struggling with just figuring out how to get a name to start with. By the time that they get it, they didn't have to do something with it because they probably made an investment. They may have made two or three bad investments. So so it can't, in many cases, I think it's pure exhaustion. It's like, oh, my God, am I not at the digital marketing finish line yet? You mean there's more things I'm supposed to do? And then, and then they get on the phone with somebody like you or me, and, and we're like, well, yeah, you should nurture that lead and then maybe set up an ISA that calls them a year after the lead has been generated, on top of all, everything else, and they're just like, "Oh my goodness!" They're overwhelmed. is is my is my opinion on a lot of a lot of these um, a lot of a lot of real estate professionals tend to get overwhelmed. But then again, you know, it's just like any other profession. Twenty percent of the profession does eighty percent of the business, and those when you get a hold of one of those twenty percent. Uh, this the, the conversation is completely different they're like yeah I've got a database and I've got three different tools that I manage it with and you know, and I've got somebody calling it and I've got an assistant and so on and so forth
0: yeah I t- uh, spot I totally agree with you um we're going to go for our break folks we're going to come back and we we'll be having a introductory discussion with Robert who's uh, decided to become my co-host we will be back in a few moments folks <laughs> a feast of uh, high-tech <laughs> online marketing uh, um, on Tuesday morning. Oh, a we'll... coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I've got tea, actually. <laughs> actually, it's more caffeine in tea than coffee, actually. I know. believe it. Yeah. Uh, um, another thing um, that's, that struck me is um, going to be a little bit controversial here. Um, I didn't... Understand the models of a lot of regional brokerages um, that um, where the, the the model is to get a lot of um, part-time agents and get about five to six um, um, sales out of those agents, um, and just have a very large group of agents and not invest a tremendous amount of money or time in supporting those agents. Sure. Um, and that model, um, I don't really... Uh, I can't really see that model continue having a long-term future. Am I right about that, or am I just eluding myself?
1: Um, I think that the number one purveyor of that model, which is Keller Williams, I think they've realized that they have... Like there's, I think there's now 183,000 Keller Williams agents in the United States, which means that over 10% of the people that are in the real estate profession are working for Keller Williams. And I I was there at the Keller Williams reunion when when Gary Keller was was giving a speech to everybody, and uh, they're behind on a lot of different things. Like you'd think that uh, with with almost 200,000, 10% of the people inside the profession. That you would find just massive amounts, libraries and libraries of training material that they'd be providing these two hundred thousand agents. And there's not. There's some, but not much. So, and and the stuff that's out there isn't isn't really all that great. It's certainly not bleeding edge. So, would I say that 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 I think that 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 I think Keller Williams is going away from that model, and I think that I know they are. I know that they're starting to change their tune about both technology and how they're supposed to be training agents and supporting agents. I think that uh, there's, I I, I have to believe that while there's always money to be made by training them in classes and kicking them in the ass, uh, that that's not a great way to make money. That's the way multi-level marketing companies make money. And it's never a healthy way to build a long-term enterprise. And I, I, I think that the market would have to start telling people that i, I believe that
0: well it's quite odd really because you know he his book the i call it the red book you know it's a little bit hammy now i know it's been updated but um um I, you know obviously i'm english so it's it's rather kind of salesy um, um i've read it and i've listened to it multiple times on audiobook but it's still um still if you adapt the basic philosophy of his book, I still, can be, I still think it's effective. So it's really quite strange that your comment on the internal training is not up to par really, isn't it?
1: I mean, and, and don't get me wrong, Gary Keller, Gary Keller himself...
0: He's a really is smart one of, guy.
1: One of the most impressive people in all of real estate. Yeah. But, but he's gotten so big that that I don't think that on the team on the team level, it's really, they've got a a position. It's called like the operating broker, the operating manager. And they've done this really brilliant job of breaking out every single thing that you're supposed to be doing inside of a brokerage into a particular role. But they don't have a national system in place for, let's say, the person that's supposed to be training all of those agents. And if there is a guidebook, Uh, they're not following it because I do business with a lot of different Keller Williams uh, brokerages and they don't do business the same way or even close to it.
0: No, I think that's a really good point because the local office in my area, when it comes to technology, they're a little bit more advanced than some of the established regional um, brokerages. Um, But what you're saying, it really varies from different offices, different areas. That's, That's what you're saying, isn't it? right yep that's great you're frozen a little bit but why don't you come back in a second uh, um so is there so basically um <clears throat> so we've had a go we've had a go at um um the culture the database is there any other areas that you think that agents are really struggling robert Oh, he's frozen completely. He's frozen, folks. Might have to put up with me for a couple of minutes here. Can you hear me, Robert? He's frozen completely. Oh, goodness gracious. Right. Oh, he's gone. He's going to come back, folks. Hopefully he'll be back. Um, But like I was saying, folks, um, it... It has surprised me how little support a lot of initial agents get from their brokerage around technology and about online marketing and about building their database. Uh, hopefully that's changing, though, because uh, uh, I don't think it needs enormous investment. Um, I just think agents need to be aware of it. Um, Hopefully, Robert will be returning. Otherwise, I think I will um, end this podcast. Uh, um, You can always have technical problems, folks, with a live podcast. But there we go. But I'll keep going. Um, What I would also like from um, you that are listening to this podcast is for you to contact us and tell us the kind of online marketing areas where you would like us to cover, you know, it's like I say, we've touched, um, messaging, texting, um, lead generation online. Um, these are the areas that I would like to mostly cover. Um, but, if there's other areas, no, we also hope to get some um, agent power agents on the show. Oh, he's back! He's coming back! He's he's returned! He's returned!
1: Sorry um, about that. No, I, um, I did um, I did something that may have been a little bit silly. I I tried to never mind i'm still <laughs> resetting i'm resetting up my system and i tried to change the way that my displays were were set up so that i could have a better anyway it in my system froze was my i'm really sorry
0: no it's no problem um technology folks you guys either love it or hate it right, uh, right. Um, <laughs> so i i was rabbiting on um uh, robert I, I was blabbing uh about some of the areas so um just to finish off, what um, over the coming weeks? What are some of the areas that you would really like us to cover, Robert?
1: Well, um, I mean, I, honestly, it's going to be like I'm fascinated. Today, we're going to be talking to somebody who who gets people on podcasts, and I'd love to hear how they feel about that strategy. So, I, I really would like, kind of, like to dive into whatever it is that that our, our guests are doing and then maybe uh, kind of apply it to some of my thoughts about about SEO or online marketing. And really, I mean, if, oh. if there's a general theme that I would like to say, I mean, I'd like to be honest with everybody, doing a, a this kind of podcast, it's new for me and it's part of content marketing. And I really would like to kind of just have the conversation about creating something that our audience, creating something for themselves, that, um, in general that people can engage with. And there's so many different ways to do it. We can record it. They can do podcasts. They can do, uh, videos they can. do. I mean, there's so much like you don't need to be, I am a big believer in trying to educate people that it's okay to be a guerrilla marketer in, inside real estate. And all you need to do that is, is just a phone and and 10 minutes a day. That's it. And if there's a message that I'd like to kind of consistently see throughout all of our conversations in terms of our listeners, it's, it's, I'd like to kind of keep hitting that home because you asked me the question like, gee, how do real estate agents market themselves? You know what? Start with Facebook live, start with talking to the people that are in their friend circles, but, but make sure that you're finding something that's, that's interesting to those people. Like if you get a chance to go on a, there's these things out here in in LA where I'm at called, um, uh, car caravans. And they do these ones in in Beverly Hills, as an example. And they have these days in which all these really big mansions open up their doors so that real estate agents, luxury brokers can go and they can kind of tour these homes. And there's yet there are none of those guys, except for Christoph that take their phones in and turn them on so that the world can see these homes that are I mean, there. you and I, we will probably never, you know, maybe not, who knows, but I, most people will never get a chance to actually buy a home, let alone set foot inside it. So going through and talking about it or hearing what the history of the home is or why that particular person is selling it or why that family is selling it or the trust is selling it, I just think it's interesting. And if you engage your audience, you build a, a relationship with them, which, which for any real estate agent, is going to be a good idea. Long-term, if I can build a relationship with my 500 friends and family, that's going to do good for me, no matter what.
0: Right. I think that's a good way to end this introduction, really. I totally agreed with that. So I think we've had a good start, actually, because I've agreed with almost everything you said. Sorry, sorry.
1: So, I'll, <laughs> I'll come up with something you can't agree with. There we go. So,
0: so um, to wrap up the show, how can people contact you and find out more about you, Robert?
1: Honestly, I... I know that these platforms are designed to promote ourselves, but honestly, John, uh, like my logos up here inbound, just, just Google inbound REM and you can find me in a hundred different places, like, uh, in terms of my website. And that's probably the only way that I'd want somebody to look me up. They can, if they wanted to contact me off the site, but I do long-term inbound marketing as my service side of my business. And that is, uh, that is not for most real estate agents. So for the handful of people that, that are looking for a long-term solution they own, my website will sell itself. It really does, because no, I'm the only game in town. There's nobody else you can turn to. So mm. um, just go to my website, check it out, see if there's something on there that might help you. That's
0: great. And so you want to get hold of Mailrite? It's really simple, folks, get hold of me, go to the Mailrite website. Um, we've got some great blogs and we've got some great information up on there and we'll be back next week with a guest and we'll see you soon see you later folks bye